0: Today, on the Bill Kelly Show, on 900 CHML. It is time for our weekly Tech Talk with Adam Oldfield, the president of FPM3 Marketing. Uh, This is brought to you by Hamilton Limo. Adam, glad to have you into the studio once again. Good to be with you, Rick. Always nice to see that shiny smile. You know,
1: I I said at the beginning of the show, you just sit back and you enjoy the ride. I'm just going to take it from here for the next uh, 20 minutes. Three, two, one, go. No. (laughs) No. Thanks for joining us at 900CHML. I'm Adam Oldfield. We're here for Tech Talk, and Rick Zamprin's going to be here as my co-host. So
0: glad to be along. Uh, let's start with uh, you know everyone, not everyone, but a lot of people are talking about 5G technology. What is it? When is it coming? This is this is a game changer. Another game changer.
1: It is. It is. And one of the things we got so excited about. And there's a lot of things moving right now. 5G is coming. That that's that for is a fact. Uh, how it's rolling out across North America and how it's coming into Canada are two very interesting points. Who Who's going to provide it? Is it going to be Ericsson? Is it going to be Huawei? For mm-hmm. argument, and we, you know, we'll get into Huawei in a moment. The thing about five G that just came to light is NASA has filed a petition into Senate because this is going to become uh, a concern. And interesting enough, why it's a concern is five G is is uh, much much faster. It takes uh, a certain frequency, and and a lower frequency tends to move speed at a much faster pace. Well, for over uh, I think they're saying seventy years, we've been keeping. Weather reports so um, and, and the technology that measures weather uh with NASA when they're measuring whether a hurricane's coming particularly hurricanes or uh, tsunamis mm-hmm. um, the the technology that checks the water vapor uh, again here I go getting tech they're going to be uh this this technology monitors when the waters evaporating into the atmosphere they can predict up to three days when a hurricanes about to form right um, in and the the, satellite. And the whole bit the right? tracking and they can sense by water vapor and so forth so What's that got to do with 5G? Well, 5G runs off the same frequency as the technology that is monitoring the water vapor that is being, uh, that lets all of the weather forecasters understand when there's going to become a crisis, a weather crisis. So there's this real issue that it's on the same frequency band, which is 2400 uh, megahertz, that any of the technology out there, as 5G rolls out across different nations, the US, Canada, it's going to become a serious issue. It could pose. And I say they don't know for a fact. They just know it's on the same frequency. And usually, like anything on the same frequency, you get disturbance. They tend to conflict Mm -hmm. with each other. What's happening is they're going to say there's actually... um, They have a 70% accuracy right now based on their predictions with the technology they have. It will drop to 30%. Guaranteed, they claim, they will not be able to give anyone more notice, possibly with only one day, based on the misinformation that could be submitted. So... Ironically, all of this technology excitement we're getting into with 5G, the speeds, the benefit of what we can see our lives are going to be, doctors are going to be able to communicate quicker, we'll be able to uh, instantly download millions of data in seconds, it's actually going to hinder uh, the the fact of 70 years of weather prediction will be set back to the dark ages. That's pretty scary. At least our phones will be fast. Our phones will be amazing. So at least when we know the hurricane's coming in three (laughs) hours, we'll get it quickly. (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> uh, speaking of phones, our yes. phone plans continue to be the most expensive uh, in in
1: in the universe. In the well, exactly, Canada continues to be so expensive. And I think you know we hear these little deals, and and I, and I almost feel like they're teasing us. It's like you know we've we've come up with well, the solutions of the big guys is they came up with minor versions of themselves. So the public mobile, the mm. the kudos, the fidos, and all these prepaid solutions. Bring your phone, bring your own device. And and, and that's great, and it has knocked the price down. But they just did a stat, and it is a proven fact. Canadians are paying 25% more than our American cousins. So um, you know, I like to bring this up to light because I have an agency down in Orlando and Philly and so forth, and so in that process of of that, I have two plans. I have a Canadian plan, which I try not to use if I absolutely possibly have (laughs) to. And on the other side, I have a plan with AT&T and it's a prepaid plan. I have eight phones for $130, we have unlimited calling north i know uh, this is not an at&t ad but i just to share with people my cost eight phones i pay 130 dollars and i have unlimited calling all of north america and that includes mexico so i can call in canada uh, u.s and mexico i have 22 gigs of high-speed data and i have unlimited texting um so you take that for a for eight phones I, I pay one hundred and thirty. That's U.S. So that's what seven hundred dollars Canadian. But I mean, in reality, it's 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 a little uh you know convert it. It works out to two hundred and sixty five dollars. And I have you know for the office in the states. Right. So I look at that and I think for one phone, one phone, and that's like let's just say bring your own device. I yeah. won't get into the whole right. like what you pay and what you don't and all that. Let's just say you bring your own device out. The best price I could find to get five gigs was fifty dollars. Oh wow. a phone. Right, so times that by eight, times that by eight, yeah, you're you're up there into the you know the four hundred yeah. or eight hundred dollar range once you start adding all of the features because that wasn't even calling USA. Wow. So one of the limitations is having a US number. As many people say, I don't have a I don't have a US plan. That's an extra ten dollars or or so forth. So I look at this and say, yeah, there is still a major issue. And I'm sure anyone listening right now is going to go, yeah, tell me something I don't know. Right. But the reality is, what you should know is you're paying twenty five
0: percent more than our American counterpart. <sighs> Another kick in the rear end. Uh, Amazon, Apple, Google, and a few others are getting sued for selling pirated records. Yeah, <laughs> what? these records. Wow, we are going old school. <laughs> yeah, the uh, back in the '90s, there was a program called
1: Napster, and the gentleman who went from Napster, he got charged mm-hmm. for streaming illegal pirated music. And I mean, it was very popular back then. It, I, it, was, it was back huge. when I yeah. actually worked here at 900 CHML. Yeah. Napster was considered one of those f- areas where you could upload your music and download your uh, download your MP. 3s and music was becoming a notorious way that you could obviously get it obviously apple comes in mm-hmm. they fix the day they had the ipod and you can now buy your music for 99 cents per song a dollar 29 canadian and so google got into it then amazon got into it and now all of the players have all been streaming and as we know the option of buying music or streaming music it has finally came out that many many old school I say old school, but older uh, songwriters, um, I guess they forgot that they're still alive. Uh, as an example, Harold Arlen, who wrote Over the Rainbow uh, for Judy Garland back yeah. in the, uh, the movie The Wizard of Oz, um, he actually has many of his music that was performed or written for many of the musical scores back in the 30s and, and 40s, um, is being sold for $1. twenty-nine, and he's getting absolutely nothing yeah. for it. So he's filed, him, and, and I only used him as an example, There is many others that have Written songs or or performed The musical score for these and they're Still protected under the SOCAN And and the licensing rights but None of these big players have been Contributing a payment for it so Technically they're in big big trouble There's a big lawsuit that's just been Filed against all of them Over the sake that these musics have been Sold and a percentage has not Been paid back to the writer performer
0: Wow interesting when I first saw the Samsung folds the only new $2,000 foldable phone. I thought, wow, this is great. Uh, Not so much. We are going to have to wait. This is... (laughs)
1: This I got super stoked. I mean, I was talking with Bill Kelly about this about a month ago, and when I saw the folding phone, it came out so quick. I yeah. mean, we saw the first; it was the Note Nine, and I mean, they haven't even launched the Note Ten yet. And uh, and I and I'm all tickety boo about all of this great, super amazing technology. Then they came out with the Samsung folding phone, mm-hmm. and then that Huawei came out with a better folding phone, and then there was some Chinese knockoffs that I was like, I'm not even sure what that is. It just kind of looks like folding <laughs> licorice. So I kind of went with this whole wow, this is amazing. It Except there's a lot of problems when people don't test. And Samsung launched it too quick. And we've seen that in a lot of the uh, uh, announcements. They've got creases. They're folding. The dust is getting underneath. Mm-hmm. It's starting to cause a lot of issues. And they're still on delay. And Huawei has a bigger issue, which is a two-part segue we'll discuss. But Huawei in trouble because of the fact that the U.S. government has announced that they are basically putting tariffs on all of these Chinese manufacturers. And Huawei was the number two It beat Apple for the second most popular smartphone. Number one is Samsung. Mm -hmm. So it's Samsung, Huawei, then it goes to Apple. Um, Huawei is in, I'm going to say, hot, hot water right now. And their folding phone, as amazing as it looks, is going... And the whole phone market for Huawei is about to disappear. And the main reason is... All of their systems and softwares are based on Google. Now Huawei's trying, very, 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 uh, I would say, without uh, success, trying to come up with their own operating system. But that's very difficult when you built your whole platform on someone else's. On somebody else's. That's managed and governed by a government that says <laughs> we won't let you use it. Yeah. So there's a lot of. Ch- so the Huawei folding phone is going to not happen. And I think we're going to see in the next phase of this Huawei, ZTE, um, you know, even one. Plus, which is still up in the air right now, is a, is a Chinese phone. Um, all these Chinese manufactured running on Google, which is the only other operating system they can pick, mm-hmm. um, is, uh, they're, in, they're in deep trouble right now. So, mm-hmm. deep trouble meaning they're not going to be able to operate. So, if you have a Huawei phone, one of the next challenges is going to be you won't be getting any upgrades. Uh, I don't believe they'll be able to go back and say, if you purchased a phone up until this point, they can't take it away. But you won't get any upgrades. You won't be able to get and, and we know with technology and software, yeah. it updates almost every two months, if not weekly, it comes up with updates. So we're going to see, a, uh, I, I think, a lot of Huawei users get extremely frustrated. Um, and obviously, we can, you know, I'm not here to talk government tariffs and everything else across the board, but right. this is spawned. All of the issues we're going to hear about the battle between the U.S. and, and uh, China under the tariff model, and that's going to really impact Canada now because Google is an American company, and they're going to—they pr- won't be able to offer those services to anyone with those phones in Canada.
0: And all those Huawei phone users are going to go either the Samsung or Apple or, 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 or somewhere else. They're going to force
1: them into the two. So yeah. Huawei, which went from number two, now they claim they can still hold the market in India and all their markets. The problem is, is Google will uh, is under North American protection. They have to come up with another version of their software hmm. to help these companies that are uh, governed by the U.S. government to operate and 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 truthfully to keep up with the momentum of new products and and, and updates coming out, that's going to be very very difficult. Yeah,
0: we got about four minutes here. P- it appears that Huawei is uh, isn't the only Chinese company that's getting some slack or taking some flack.
1: You know what? The drone business. I mean, anything when we talk about sort of like technology and software from China and any capacity, especially electronic that can hold information on a, on a high level, a company called DJI, which is one of the most popular drone manufacturers mm-hmm. um, that probably most users are are using, um, are also going to be restricted. Um, restricted meaning they're not going to be able to operate in, the, in, in, uh, in North America. They won't get upgrades. Um, and if you bought one, they're probably going to become obsolete in the next six months. So anyone who bought that drone, I apologize. Oh, no. What if they got it for a Christmas (laughs) present? (laughs) Well, I guess, you know, they they may not be, they'll probably be able to fly it, but they won't be able to get the upgrades if there's ever a firmware or something that needs to fix it.
0: Yikes. Uh, UPS has self-driving trucks?
1: UPS has uh, self-driving trucks, and the United Postal Service began this week, it's official, they are using autonomous trucks to deliver the mail. Hmm. So, um, you know, I've I've never been to Arizona, but I've seen many, many, you know, movies, especially with uh, Forrest Gump run. Uh, (laughs) It looks very pretty Yes. Um, But open road, these trucks are now going to be automated And they're going to be delivering mail In the large packages So we've always talked about they're coming These trucks exist, when are they going to launch Well, the U.S. Postal Service has officially started the test Um, So it leaves in a uh, I don't know what city specifically They wouldn't claim, uh, probably for safety reasons They haven't told anybody But these trucks are on the road, rolling right now And delivering our
0: mail across the United States It's interesting, we're going to have robots, we're going to have drones We're going to have self-driving trucks Yes. The, the, the delivery man is no more <laughs> Well, I don't know if we're going to go there They're still going
1: to require, I think uh, uh, the, the, the male man or male woman Or male person, if you will mm-hmm. uh, I think we're still going to need and require The person to be able to deliver each to the homes right. But as we start to build these Go to the mailbox situations um, You know, maybe it could be automated 100% across the board
0: uh, Lastly, we'll finish off with the right to repair What's this about? Well, there's
1: a big push right now Canadians are hearing a lot about right to repair Back <laughs> Back in the day Uh, what happened was you were always able to buy from a manufacturer and you were able to go to a small repair shop which is a big crux of the small business world Uh, how they operate is they were able to fix or maintain your product which is the right to repair you don't always we don't want to live in a throwaway society but sometimes we've accustomed ourselves to be there well there's a lot of advocates out there that are uh, trying to push open media is one of the uh, not-for-profit groups that are pushing to say the federal government uh, needs to regulate the right to repair right now right to repair is as mo- governed by the provinces so the f- uh, this advocacy group is pushing for the feds to say we need as Canadians the right to repair our products so for example you buy a John Deere product you buy an Apple uh, uh, computer uh, many a dishwasher a lot of them will say the warranty is void if anyone else works on this product mm-hmm. so I-, I kind of I want to come back to the I believe in this sm- I'm a big small business prov- oh, yeah. supporter big one I will get behind them hundred percent the challenge is today's technology is very, very complicated. And we've seen this with so much in tech talk with regards to the artificial intelligence. These are not just simple pieces put together. And if one part breaks, you just replace it. 1990, you could put a computer together and buy all your parts on your own, by the case, by the hard drive, by the keyboard. Now they're getting smaller, tighter, they're soldered together. If you buy an Apple computer at 21 inch, the memory is built right into the, you can't upgrade it. You bought it, that's what you got. Now, Mm -hmm. the challenge becomes, if we put this right to repair, it forces manufacturers to create the parts in the training and the materials for uh, small repair shops or us as individuals to fix it. I don't know if I want to take apart my phone. I don't know if I want to take apart my, my computer because it it really does require a skill set. I mean, people go to Mohawk College to learn how to program and and solder these equipment yeah. together. This is not an easy pa- task, and so this is a challenge. We have one hand; we should have the legal right to do this. On the other hand, uh, I think you're going to do a lot more damage than good. And really, they're uh, waterproof, water resistant. I mean, we've seen that with I'm talking uh, smartphones uh, specifically. But even if I open the new dishwashers, I mean refrigerators. If you open up a new refrigerator and you crack it open right now, it's telling me if I need milk. It's telling me if my if my salary's gone bad and
0: it's really rubbery. Your five ninety nine celery. salary? Yeah. Do
1: I want to really open that up and say let's crack open the soldering tools and let's start putting this together? No. I mean, it's a very, very complex process. So, anyway, with that I, I, I say yay to Canadians for the right to repair. However, be careful what you wish for because if it forces manufacturers to go in and say we have to make these individual parts, it's going to drive up the cost and we have to accept the hey i can fix it but i'm also going to get an inadequate system
0: yeah we're uh, in a rock and a hard place never though with animal field in studio thanks for joining <laughs> us once again enjoy the me. weekend yeah see you. Do. the bill kelly show weekdays from nine to noon on 900 chml